0: Welcome to Car Talk here at 98.9 Northwest FM. It is me, Maddie J, online with Alan. You're back in Canberra.
1: Yes, I am, sir. When did you get back? Uh, I got back yesterday evening. Unfortunately, I was not able to finagle that extra couple of days off, but that is a okay because I want to do my best to finagle some extra days off before the Easter holidays.
0: Yeah, nice.
1: That sounds so, sounds um, good. I had uh, an interesting drive back yesterday.
0: What happened?
1: So, yeah, at this point, it's you know relatively uneventful. It's a bit rainy on the way out, not a big deal. And sometime near Wodonga, I'm you know just at my pace of 110, maybe a little extra, you know, just uh, making you know reasonable time. Nothing special. Overtaking cars as they come. I come up to a um, an old Ford Falcon. Mm-hmm. And this would have been... Let me see. Let me look up the good old Ford Falcons uh, because I have no concept of historic <laughs> cars and you know uh, their time periods. But this would have been a Falcon from the 70s. Yeah, it would have been a, a 70s Falcon. Yep. Yeah. You know, it looked all right. It had some... Uh, Sunshine Coast plates on it. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a bit of a long way from home, but you know, it was what it was. So, um, yeah, I'm just on my way overtaking, and this gentleman decides he's uh not wanting to be overtaken, which is just a weird thing to me. Like, it's just a I've got my cruise control on, I'm just you know, if you if you're driving slower than me, I'm catching up to you, I'm going to overtake you. If you're driving faster than me, I'll never catch up to you, you'll possibly overtake me. That's just yeah. the basic maths of the situation. the let's be honest. Sorry? that's the nature of the beast. Yeah, it's, it's the nature of the beast. It's just, you know, different speeds of travel. Obviously, there's no expectation of his car having cruise control, so the speed fluctuating here and there is uh, somewhat of an expectation. But he seems to be holding on quite a bit At a point where I thought I would have overtaken him, so I bump up the cruise control a couple more k's, and he's still on me. And I'm thinking, well, well, well. So, uh, next part of the story is uh, purely a tale of fiction, and is not to be construed uh, uh, in any legal fashion. You know, we somehow were transported to Mexico, and I was like, well, there's other cars coming up. You know, I'm not here to be, you know, in the way of anyone. So I kind of move along and I'm moving along and he's still on me <laughs> and I'm just like well I wasn't once again you know we were in Mexico but I wasn't in that much of a hurry and you know this may have gone north of 160 and he's still on me and this is a Falcon from the 70s but like we're, we're going over windy bits of you know the the road here in Mexico and he's like you know, I've got all-wheel drive, brand-new suspension, everything. He's got a live rear axle with leaf springs. <laughs> um, the... the uh, Oh, how do I say this? The manhood of this gentleman, you know? Quite, uh, quite, quite a lot of fortitude there, given I would not drive a car like that uh, at the speeds he was going. To the point where, straight up, I yield. I, I yielded, you know? I was not interested because... Like I said, this began as just me overtaking a slower car. Yeah. That's all it began. It was never a, uh, for him it became some kind of a vendetta. Um, and he was like, Oh, show your, you know, Japanese car with my Australian <laughs> muscle. You know, <laughs> I didn't understand it. But he, uh, maybe he had to switch to the floor the entire time, I don't know. But even in the windy bits I was you know, I was like, Look, if you're willing to take these kinds of risks this Yeah, I was just um I, you know, I pulled over to the left after I overtook the next set of few cars. And uh, you know that was that, and he continued on at a high pace, and then eventually, once again, not having cruise control, not having, you know, the mind set, he slowed down a bit. So I, it was a situation I kind of catch up to him every now and then, but then somebody else um, in a um, big old full suit went to overtake him, and I think the same thing ensued. He, he I think, he just took these as challenges. Um, it was rather strange. It, it all it continued all the way up to uh, Wodonga, where I pulled off to get some fuel um and i'm assuming he he was on his way by the time i got out of there so i get to see him again but it was just a rather strange experience um yeah like just once again more power to this man but i would not take a car of that vintage in those parts of the road that were that windy at 165 <laughs> <laughs> you know but he was he was
0: it's, it's funny how people do that. Like I, I was, I remember road tripping back from from Sydney. It was James from the Tuesday Review was in the car. Tyrone was in the car, and I think Tyrone was driving at this point, and I, um, myself, obviously, and Julian, who's a friend of the shows, and we're driving back, and we had it locked at one hundred and ten on the on on the cruise, uh, locked, and, and we we're in the typhoon, and we're we're driving um driving we're driving home, and we get we get to we we, we just get into Victoria at this point. We come up to this Holden cruise. Now there was a silver Holden cruise and you know we we're coming up behind it. You know, put the indicator on, go around. No no dramas. But a minute later, we just see this thing fly past us and it come in to, and then jump into in, in front of us, back into the left lane. Because obviously we just overtook at the set us down to speed. It came in front of us, slowed back down. And then we are just like well we just indicated a right around. And it, it, we that kept going like that that game of um uh so cat and mouse just kept going for. Uh, I keep off probably a good hour, and we're like, we're like, we've been at this speed this whole time. What is what is with these people? With the, why they-
1: that seems well silly. It's I think it would have been they might have been goading you on to uh, actually have a hit. So that's 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 obviously I feel what happened with me and the Falcon. It was uh, from now my referencing looking at all the Falcons. It was an XP, XP, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he, um, yeah, maybe he was looking for a challenge. And I wasn't there to give it to him because, again, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to get somewhere. I'm not, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, not in any rush. But uh, it's interesting. Also on the way, um, I'm, I'm, I got radar by um, Highway Patrol, Victoria Highway Patrol. I feel like they give you quite a bit of leeway on the the freeway. Did you get pulled over? No, I don't know. It may may, may have been doing about eight over. Okay. Um, I did hit the brakes. Um, so I would have been maybe eight hundred meters from them when I hit the brakes. Yeah. purely because um a car that overtook me, they would definitely have been more doing more than ten over. Yeah. Um they hit the brakes and they were closer to the cop and by that time I hit the brakes. I don't know if they they uh radared me or not, but um like when I was doing let's just say eight or so over, but they yeah, they did not come after me or anything. I think they give you a bit of leeway. Mm. Not that I'm willing to test the limits of the leeway. <laughs> which is nice to see, considering if there's you know some clear patches of the road. What we would define as a safe speeding yeah. can take place. And mm-hmm. when, you, when you're when driving for a period of six hours, there's actually a genuine difference to be made. Whereas if you're like, you know, driving, let's just say from Broadmeadows or Oxford Park, where it's an 80s limit and you go at 90, you'll save about 30 seconds all up in the journey. Yeah. And, you know, going 10Ks over the limit to save 90, 30 seconds, realistically not worth it. But in a journey that, once again, 600 something kilometers, going, you know, 10, 15Ks over an hour, um, over several hours at that point can save you a significant amount and get you off the road quicker so you're less fatigued. But not yeah. that I'm willing to challenge any of these things in court, of course.
0: No, I mean, I, I agree with that. And, and again, that's why on the Nürburgring, sorry, the Nürburgring, the, the um, Autobahn. The so, Autobahn. Yeah, it's so, it, I mean, it's a very safe road because let's be honest, no one speeds on it. Well, sorry, no, so, because everyone speed, everyone's going at really high kilometres per hour, but they're also doing that in, in a safe way because when you're driving, when you're driving that, that, that fast, you need to be vigilant as to what you're doing, and and you want, yeah. and you want to, and you're and you're spending less time on the road because you're flying to 200 k's an hour, getting up at your next exit, getting home, and you know you're you're you in, know in, enjoying life essentially. So, it's uh,
1: and I guess very very importantly, um, you're pulling well in their case because they drive on the left-hand side of the road, they uh they're pulling into the right lane as soon as, you know, they've overtaken whoever they need to overtake. Whereas again, this being um a typical day in Australian roads. There were several cars who were just decided that they, the right lane was their spot to be. Yeah. And they weren't even managing 110 and they'd get the, you know, good old undertake. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you kind of have to do. But no, I feel given some, you know, like Texas speed limits, 85 miles an hour are the highest limits on some of their freeways. What's that it, pumps what? you up to about 137 Ks. Yeah. Um, even others that are like, you know, more like 75 miles an hour, that's still at 121. Yeah. Like the slowest kind of, I think, highway speed limits are places like Vermont and stuff and, you know, all that, which are like 65, but they're relatively small states where you're not traveling those large distances. Yeah. All of Australia is a large distance, unfortunately. I feel that over time there should be some kind of a discussion on, where, where do we, you know, should we increase the speed limit? Because, you know, doing a journey at 130, you genuinely, you know, coming from uh, Canberra to Melbourne, over that period of six hours, if you're doing an extra 20 Ks, you've done 120 more Ks in, let's say, a period of six hours. Or if you were to cut down a period of five hours, you've done that extra 100 Ks that you would have done. So you saved yeah. yourself an hour of travel time. Um, I think that's genuine discussion that could be had. Particularly in the dual carriageway, separated parts of the freeway that we have, but it'll never be done because uh, it's a lot easier just to take speed kills and um, you know walk away.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Again, I mean, we've had we've had this show before. Like, some needs to be done to the, to, uh, you know, like whether it's education, whether what it is, it's you know a lot a lot more needs to happen in in, in terms of this because you know the longer you're on the road, the more fatigue you get. You know, the quicker you're off the road, the yeah yeah and let's be honest the Hume highway is just a just a straight stretch of road that's you know i mean i, th- I believe that road was built to do 130 kpm from 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 what it
1: was from from what i've heard as well like it was built when it was at those times 430 and it's only gotten safer over time with the barriers in place and yeah you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing so sure. it's I think it'd be a valid discussion. One of the, one of the, the things I'm most excited about, you know, normally I'm not a big fan of government intervention or anything. And, you know, I'm a bit of a libertarian here and there, except where it needs to intervene mobile phone camera uh, cameras, uh, yeah. you know, looking at the lap that, that has one. It's massively increased revenues, which, <laughs> you know, I guess it's a good, you can post that money into usually it's um, accident programs and that kind of thing. Um, but also, that's that'll genuinely again, most the fines are the one deterrent they use. So I'm like, you should hit people given the amount of people that are using their phone on the road these days. Absolutely. You know, and the moment they get a chance they start looking down, you know, start looking start texting. And, you know, that no wonder they've uh, I think it was they made like nine point two million dollars or something in three months.
0: Wow. Well,
1: it's something ridiculous. Um and this is in New South Wales and again they were crying about uh uh, they're like, oh, you should give us um, signs where the cameras are posted, because that's the thing they they do or they used to do in New South yeah. Wales, and they do it here in camera as well. Um, They'll usually, at least where the fixed cameras are, there's a sign saying, "Hey, there's a camera here." Mm. Um, they um, they I guess they see that as a, a, a fundamental right, whereas in Victoria there's no you know rights there. Yeah. Once you get caught, you see the flash, and that's that's when you uh, you figure you've been done. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I I am personally happier again with um, at least the the mobile phone cameras because in terms of just I think pure accidents and distraction that yep. is definitely definitely a huge one. Given taking your eyes off the road at uh, let's just say you know what is it sixty k's an hour. If you take your eyes off the road for like what four seconds, yeah, you've traveled. I forget the specific amount of meters, but definitely enough meters where. Something could have changed on the road, um, to the point where there could be something in front of you, but you're not going to notice that. And when you do stare at the phone and the screen, you're frequently just looking at it for more than, you know, just two seconds. Yeah. It takes you more than a second just to get your focus on. So if people that's spending fun. like 10, 15 seconds on the phone, you could be anywhere in that exactly. 10, 15 seconds. That's, that's incredibly dangerous. Whereas if you're actually just doing, you know, a little bit higher rate of speed, you're at least focusing on the road. Yeah. One would hope. Um, if you're doing, if, if you're, if you're drunk off your face, if you're drunk off your face and you're speeding, that's a different story. I think the fact that you're drink driving in the first place is already, already the, the big, the big negative here. Um, but if you're genuinely just, you're completely sober, you're trying to get to your destination faster, you're going to get a higher rate of speed, paying more attention. I personally find, again, a, a lot to, uh, that I find that hard to fault. I mean, if you're doing, you know, 60 in a, a school zone, I do have questions. Yeah. If you're doing, you know, 130 and 110 on a freeway there's very little traffic you're just trying to get your destination i've got no qualms with that personally
0: let's be honest here. You know, it's australia it's never gonna it's never going to change but but we'd like we'd like that to we'd like that to kind of change and, and, and make happen i think that'd be a, a good idea to get it all to make it reasonable i guess because like because mm-hmm. it, considering like taking into account everywhere else in the world you know and back max here is 110 Something needs to be done i think but Man, it's 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 just one of those it's just one of those things, I suppose. How was the STI on the way back and, and the way here and way back?
1: Oh, absolutely fine. Yeah.
0: Heard on the
1: way. I was gonna ask you how many Ks done now? I think it's about um four thousand or what. Okay. So I'll probably end up getting it serviced at either Subaru here in Canberra, right before I leave. And that way, you know, the oil's changed. Relatively at a lower rate of K's, and then yeah. you know, I can wait till at the end of the year in November when I uh, finally yeah get that, um, get that, you know, proper oil change that you know, uh, there's no more, we're gonna call it uh, running oils or break in, break in oils, yeah, uh, happening. Yeah, no, but uh, I'm just gone. No, you go, you go. I was just uh, looking at some road fatalities and um, you know, just we're at per hundred thousand people are about five point six, per hundred thousand cars are about seven point four. You know, and that's not terrible, but look, just Germany, three point seven per hundred thousand people, or six point four per hundred thousand vehicles, like they they have higher speed limits and yet they have lower road fatalities. Mm. It's just you know it's clearly speed kills isn't the answer yeah uh, there's obviously other things going on that they're refusing to acknowledge but like i said speed kills is probably just an easy thing to uh to pursue and push
0: yeah especially uh you know like i also think like like a big thing is like oh, um because like cars in, in in general for australia like you know, going back to the 70s and stuff with like such a such a big part of culture like you know, going fast was was, was cool yeah you know, like I, th- I think they want they wanted to they really wanted to change that culture and then they've done that by 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 doing what they've done by the whole speed kills and you know if you speed you're 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 gonna die essentially so it's uh yeah one of those things i think it's yeah needs to needs, needs to be enforced a little bit better but anyway car updates um with you, uh, Alan, So, like, how is? Oh I don't know, how's your Rexy going? Your, your old one. How, what's what's happening with that?
1: I've not seen it in several months. It's just been rather sad. Mm-hmm. Um, just 'cause yeah, I have been back home and yeah, I been hung out with the brother-in-law recently. Uh, I believe it's doing well. Um, I think the most the next expected upgrade is supposed to be a set of wheels, but I don't know if that's happened or not. Most likely, it hasn't. Yeah, since I haven't received a message, yeah, that's where I was at. The yeah, I um, I, as soon as I got back to Canberra, I took it to the car wash because there were so many bugs on it that, like, <laughs> you know, especially that evening, um, it was absolutely littered. So I thought, well, I'll get it cleaned beforehand rather than let the bugs kind of, you know, uh, marinate and you know stick to the clear coat. Yeah. So, you know, quickly took it there, and um, I saw on the uh the hood entry. Another stone ship.
0: Oh.
1: And I was so upset because I was like, man, you know, the, um, the human freeway is a cruel mistress. It and is. You know, every every single time you drive. This time I even stayed away from the trucks, made sure I passed them in, you know, the, the best way possible without any uh, rocks being on uh, on the on the road. But I was quite upset. And then I went to just quickly touch touch the little stone ship because it was white, you know, I could see the, the, the yeah. thing underneath. And it came off on my finger, so it was some bugguards instead.
0: Oh, okay, well, that's good.
1: That's good. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's disgusting, but I'm happy that it's not oh, a <laughs> Well, it, it's it's the little wins, Alan. It's the little wins. Yeah, I was happy to take that win. Especially yeah. considering the the bay next to me, I saw a really, um, <laughs> BRZ getting the whole brushworks going on. Yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah. For, for for um, play play home. I don't use any of the brushes uh, or anything at that car wash. I just used a little bit of their um, pre-soak, a little bit of their bug remover because yeah, you know, I didn't need that, and then just just the hot water. And this one um actually has um an air blower. All oh, right. Yeah, this one is constructed I think maybe last year, and yeah, you, one of the options is an actual air blower which is separate You're in the corner. There you pick it up. It's massive. There's a massive pipe, and you, just, you use it to blow down the car, which is That's pretty bad. nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: car talk top yeah. tip: Don't use a brush on your car. I mean, you can. I mean, I'd say use it on your wheels if you have to, but don't use it on, on your actual. On your don't use car. it on your car. That's yeah. It's that's
1: just... half the half the battle. Yeah. Like, I understand that... the convenience of those car washes, and there's something to be said for that. I, I I can't discount that, but it's not doing your car any favors when you know the four wheel drive before you use wiped off like three weekends worth of mud. In yeah. that same brush, and then you're just gonna put that on your panel like
0: that yeah. It's gonna scratch the living crap out of it. So can't talk top tip, don't use it. Simple as
1: that. Don't use it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, what is our topic for? Actually, no, we need to go to our car with you. What, yeah, what's so hard, hard, today?
0: Hard me. Um so Forrester still waiting for my head unit to come back. I've this has been an absolute nightmare with that car. So I drove around for like a good geez, month without a head unit, Let's say. And I was like, yeah, nah. So I'll put, i put the original head unit back in the car. That, I mean, that's got sat nav and everything, but it's uh you know, it's just a CD player. It doesn't have anything, anything else. So that's been okay. It's been, it's been enough to give me by.
2: But it's you, got sat
0: nav,
1: but it's apart from that, it's just
0: a CD player. Oh, uh, actually, actually, it's actually quite cool. It's, it's got a calculator. I don't know what factory head unit has got a calculator but it's 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 got a calculator it's got it's yeah so it's got a calculator it it tells you how it's it's got some interesting stuff which which i which i had no idea it had because i obviously never owned the car when that was when that was in it but i I know it had a factory start now because when i went and looked at the car with my brother a few years ago that's what it had so i i know that i know that was a good thing but so i'll put that in anyway I've, i've waited to hear back and the the company that was fixing it said, "Yeah, we'll call you with updates. We'll call you with updates. We'll call you updates." Every time I've called them, I'll be like, "What's the update?" Like, "Oh, we're still we're still waiting for Pioneer to send the parts." I'm like, "Well, can you let me know when the parts have arrived?" So I call them on Friday, and I'm like, "Have my parts arrived for for my head unit?" They're like, "Oh, yeah, they've arrived." I'm like, "Well, you guys should be telling me these things because, you know, I've been I've been at you every 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 few days, um, you know, it's well not every few days, but like probably once or twice a week, um, just to see where it's at." And because like it shouldn't have taken, they said oh, it should take five to 10 days and it's well, well past that. So hopefully I can get that back this week. But big update with the Forester. Uh, a friend of mine's got a um, Hawkeye WRX and he's upgrading his brakes. So he's got actual STI Brembo brakes on the car. Um, and he's like, well, if you want them, you can pretty much have them for a small fee. So I will be, think I'll be upgrading my, 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 uh, my, my, just the calipers, because from, from my from my research, I think I'm all you need is the hangers from them, which you can get, and they'll fit onto my original discs. So I cannot I can choose to update my discs if I really want to later on. Um but they they're pretty much like a direct bolt on, which will be good because because if that's the case, then I'll have Brembos with you know better like I think they are four piston front, two piston rear, um, which will be be good. Which will which will be good. So it'd be it'd be a lot better than, than the factory stuff. Which the factory stuff is not bad at all. Um, like oh, I've taken on some some you know some hard roads and driven it hard. Um, but for the most part, it's it's been it's been quite it's been quite good and stout. I just think um yeah, having that that bit of extra uh, goldness that's that's behind the wheels would, would actually w- one not only make it look better, but it the performance advantages are definitely there. And seeing so, that,
1: yeah, go. Just to recap, so. This person
0: has a Hawkeye STI. It's a Hawkeye WRX uh, with STI brakes updated. Uh, but this is like a 500 kilowatt plus. I think I've talked about it a few times yeah. on the show. Um, but, but he's upgrading those brakes because he's, he's gone to 500 plus kilowatts now. So, he so won't even... even
1: even the STI brakes are no good for this uh, this Hawkeye anymore. Well, I mean, I think they're right, But I think for what he's going for, he's, he wants to go overkill, which I think is a bit overkill.
0: I think the STI brakes are sufficient, to be honest with you. Uh, but anyway, it's it's not my car, yeah, it's,
1: it's, your, it's, your, it's your game, it's your game. Yeah, man. well, as I said,
0: if, a... if I get STI Brembos for, for not a lot of coin, um, and pop them on, I think that'd be beneficial, especially for the forest. Yeah,
1: so because I, I, was, I was thinking that okay, he's gonna put the STI Brembos on the WRX and then give you the original brakes on the WRX, um, because I know that, um, at least the Australian-delivered airlifters of that year, we ended up getting better brakes overall than the American we did, ones. We did, yeah. We we because I think they're um, what four pots at the front, two pots obviously at the rear, whereas the American stuff they just got those crappy. I, I just like to call them like passenger car style. Yeah. Developers.
0: So it, it's a, it's a nice it'll be a nice little upgrade I think because like his car had had an STI conversion six speed and and, and the works done previously. Um, and because he upgraded his his box to sequential, I, I was going to ask him, oh, could I have your, could I have your your original your original you know, six speed gearbox? Um, but but to make the sequential, they actually took the guts out of that six speed and put the guts put all the sequential stuff back into it. So oh, okay. so so they actually used, got a actually used those 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 bits for it. So so that that kind of worked out all, all, all right for him, and it's it's an absolute weapon apparently. And I mean it's 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 a it's a fast car, it's a very fast car. It's,
1: it's also one of the things of, like, I'd be, even though I'd probably be scared, again, driving this kind of a car, sitting in the passenger seat of any fast car, I think Doug DeMura mentioned it the other day. Uh, was it Doug DeMura or Sam Crack? No, Sam Crack. One of the uh, YouTube car personalities. He absolutely hates or is deathly frightened of being in the passenger seat of a high horsepower car. Mm-hmm. And I guess I felt similarly, at least being in certain cars when you know not that i don't trust the driver it's just when you're not in control and the foot is to the floor and you're being thrust back in the seat it's um i don't know it's a bit it's a bit more unnerving than when you've got a steering wheel in your hand and then your foot's to the floor it's just i guess that knowledge of you can lift off at any time but yeah, yeah i
0: don't know i, don't know. Yeah, I mean the, the first time i felt like warp speed in a car was you know like when, when you when you see and everything just, just becomes like a flash and it just goes behind you like Freaking Battlestar Galactica and stuff like that. It was just, you know, just <laughs> when you hit when you warp speed, that was that wasn't my friend's Evo, and that had 224 kilos at, at, at all wheels, and that was, oh geez, that'd, that'd be going back 10 years. It, it, it's yeah, it'd be it'd be 10 years, 10 years this year that, that I went in that car, and that scared the crap out of me. That thing, that thing was so fast. Like I, I've never been so like I, I, I never had my my senses heightened like that ever. You know, and I I'd, I'd been in some fast cars to that point, but I'd never been in a you know in one of those. And the way the way I, I think what scared me the most was the way the boost came on. Like it just came on so strong. I was like, "Whoa, okay, that's that, that's a fast car." And ever since then, like you know, I've uh, and I was in the passenger seat for that. But but then I went actually, I was in the back seat the first time that happened because uh, my friend was in the front seat, and then I was in the front seat the second time around. Either of those positions in a you know fast cars terrifying, especially when when you don't when you don't know when you don't know what's going. So. Um, yeah yeah i'm mean, I mean, looking back now it was it was it was pretty it, pre, it was a good laugh it was a bit of fun but god it was terrifying <laughs> at, at the time because like i didn't expect it to be that quick and this was a you know just just a, it was a quick street car for for its time so that that kind of always for me resonated that it was so so uh so powerful and and yeah and just just made, made me feel like that that's whoosh like you know like i've like you know, put put back into your seat i was yeah it was it was a bit of a rush that's for sure but um but yeah he, he's had some fast cars since and but like nothing kind of stuck to me like I, like i think i think because that was the first properly quick thing i had been in because i've I been in some fast cars at that point i've been in w i've been in standard as i've been in an r33 gtr to that point um, which, which was a quick car but it wasn't it didn't feel anything like as brutal as that evo and and i was like wow this just blew all of those things out of the water i've been in tough v8s and stuff like that so for me that was the car that really <laughs> that really ch- changed my my view on what i thought was fast and then, then i went in, i went in that guy's wrx um well, the son STI, just the wrx but, you know but modified um and i went and he really had the engine built he had the same gt35 82 turbo as my as my f6 um before the sequential we were making 430 odd kilowatts at all wheels on e85 and um we have a drive. We warmed it up. drove to the city and back essentially. And he's like, "Oh, we're halfway back because all temps and everything we're, were up to temp." He's like, "Oh, we'll give it a hit." And it was it was one of those experiences. Just like everything just just like just just sort of straight past you, and you don't get that in, you don't get that often. And, and but when you do, you know, you know, you know you're in you know you know you're in something quick. You know, like you know you're in a past you, you
1: know you're in trouble or something. Yeah. Goes <laughs> goes awry. Uh, but yeah, that's. Uh... It's a special experience. You you, you have to experience it, it a few times in life, Absolutely. otherwise you haven't lived. It's, it's basically like a ride, but you have you know it, you know you have to go to a theme park. You just uh, you know you just buckle up. That's all. Absolutely,
0: like it's yeah like it's, I've been in a fair, fair few fast cars. Like my, my brother's F six is one of those cars where everything just becomes warp speed. Uh, and like when you went in, Alam, he didn't really give any throttle, but 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 when that when that thing goes, it it it's it hurts like it, the surge it, of
1: torque exactly starts pushing you back you know it's coming
0: oh yeah um so like again that's one of those that's that's one of those things but as I, said, as I said like up until that evo point I'd been in some quick cars as I said I've been on a 33 gtr series 3 I've been in some some real real fast you know um some fast v8s and gt falcons and um hsvs and what else what else? I'd been in some quick things to that point but I mean I mean that that thing really opened my eyes to wow this is what a quick street car is like this is a fast thing um, so yeah, that's, that's that with the Forester. Uh, so hopefully I should organize that very, very soon, but it'll be, it'll be, I want I just want to see the difference. So I, I'd actually, what I, what I'd do is I'd, I'd do it like a, a stop from, you know, from 62 to zero, just to see like, in terms of like seconds and, and length, um, like I'd find a spot and you know, jam on the anchors and, and, and see, see how much of a difference it makes, just putting, putting better calibers on there. Like, I don't think it will be that much. I, I think it will be after a few stops. Uh, I, I, you know the, the other calipers would, would be better uh, I just I, I think because you know those brakes are meant to stop the car you know they're designed to stop that car but they're, they're meant to do it like once or twice like properly and then they start to get fade whereas you know something with a bit bigger um, bigger, you know I, I guess what would you say radius and, and like you know uh, clamping area they, it dissipates the heat a bit, a bit more evenly and a bit, a bit more better because it's such, a, it's such a bigger, you know, it's a bigger caliper, so it can, it can, you can, you can, be more, um, uh, tr- you know, s- s- stopped on as, as to say, you know, and it'd be better for like a track day and stuff where it'd be under constant abuse. Because I, yeah,
1: that, that's that's always the biggest thing of um brake calipers and brake, brake discs and everything else is, I'm sure there is some level of of the immediate braking performance that you end up getting, but it's always important to remember that that braking performance is more based on tire grip than anything else. Absolutely. Um, you know, tire grip is your ultimate determinant of how well you can end up braking rather than... Because, you know, most, most um, calibers will be able to clamp so hard that you end up just locking the wheel at that moment you, then you've lost all grip and, you know, <laughs> your braking's out the window. But the biggest thing is always, as you said, it's a repeated braking where those upgrades really, really shine if you're you know you're on a track or let's say so you're having a spirited drive somewhere, um you know maybe in Chum Creek or something, that kind of that kind of situation where you're stepping on the brakes, you're getting back off and getting uh, speed again, stepping on the brakes quickly, you know that kind of that kind of situation where upgraded calipers, upgraded bra- uh, discs, you know that are shedding that heat quickly, you know ready to go again. That's that's where it's at. Absolutely. So I, I I still definitely think it's a worthwhile upgrade. because um, like I said, you're most likely end up getting a small increase in like immediate stopping power but just that that security of like you can use these brakes quite a bit more and you don't have to worry about the fading just immediately um i think it's it's definitely worthwhile
0: i mean with our, with our track car that we had the, the per yes we weren't getting that fast i mean the fastest i got to it was like 155 or 160 on the back straight and then jumped in the anchors with no abs which was terrifying but anyway um <laughs> But what we did was put heavy duty pads in that, and because the car was so light, we took a bit of weight out of it. You know, the heavy duty pads really kind of lasted the session, lasted session after session after session without really any strong fade. Again, it's also relevant to to the size of the car and 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 the weight and and the tyre grip and 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 all those things really come to play. But I, I think with with the improved power that the Forester has and, and and stuff like, I mean, I mean the, the brakes are adequate as as they are. But like I, I remember doing a doing a doing a Yarra Valley run. And um, uh, I swapping, uh, my, my brother came with me this, this, this one day. And this is after I had my, I had my, I wanted to, to test out the coil, the new coilovers and the new sway bars. And uh, we, we, we swapped driving halfway through. So I got up the, uh, I got up that road and, and pull, pull over. I could smell the brakes. I, I could actually smell them. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, Luke's like, yeah, that's brakes. And we're like, yeah, absolutely it is. Needless to say, we went back down and yeah we still gave it still still gave it the berries and 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 yeah, enjoyed the road, but the brace stuck like because they because they were, they were they were getting hot so but no fake because I had I had a good set of pads in there but i I just think for next bit of security and it'll be a nice upgrade you know it'd be nice to have as well, especially if, I, if I'm going to do a track day hopefully soon this this year in the Foz. it be it'd be nice to uh to have that bit of extra
1: security so there's hey, that look they, they they also look nicer. You Know, yeah, they do. It, there's, there's something to be said about the the visual aspect of like, I absolutely a- adore the uh, the massive STI, you know, live green calipers they're that huge. I've got. Just they're huge, they just oh, it's lovely, look lovely. And it says STI, and he was like, Yeah, you yeah, that's where it's at. Even Is though, they, again, are they a Brembo caliper? I think they are, right? I believe they are. According to I think, according to the STI, uh, the website, they are Brembers, but they're yeah, uh, painted with the STI livery rather than. Specific, yeah, Brembo, this, but yeah, that's. I guess they've always been Brembos. I'm pretty sure, from original. Oh, like the the original STI days. But yeah, like I said, they they look massive. Just having those those massive discs as well, like it's just you know, it it looks pretty cool when you see the side of the car. Also, like I, I have noticed that like even after like regular driving, they do you know generate quite a bit of heat. I think that's just part of the um. The way they, they're made to run, they're made to run a bit hotter, just in general as well. So I guess uh, as a trade-off, maybe you'll get a little bit less cold performance out of them, you know, being more performance brakes. So it might be something you have to look out for, but I'd imagine it wouldn't be too big of an issue.
0: No, like, I mean, it, I, I think I think I'll be okay. I, I think it's more of just um you know getting the right set of pads. Obviously, I wouldn't be putting track pads on a on a on a on a, uh, on a daily drive in, in in that in that instance because you know my friend with that Evo. Uh when he bought the car, it had it had track it had track pads in there, I don't know, bit something yellow pads or whatever they were. And he's like, the first couple of stops in the cold, you have to be so careful because there's just no heat in the pads, and they just it just doesn't it doesn't stop. So and it's got no pedal feel and and um he's like, he's like it took him all to get used to him. He's like, it's actually quite scary. Um so so he he, he quickly took them out, and put them aside for his track days and and put in just some just some general general street pads and, and he was laughing, but um, yeah, like I, 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 again, they've all got their trade-offs in, in 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 that in that instance, which is which is good uh, in in a way, because you will stop, but it's also you know I guess it can be a bit of a liability so. Yeah,
1: I think the big concern for me is when um, when it comes time to replace the uh, the the bits and pieces, all the brakes, uh, what that's going to cost me, considering that uh, yeah the bigger the caliper the bigger the brake pad the bigger the disc you know so uh <laughs> yeah. i'd imagine it's not gonna be very cheap but um right, well, know, just... i guess it's you go, go
0: there
1: you go i was gonna say you know, i mean it comes with the territory like oh, i can't expect to buy an STI and they'd be like oh yeah now my brakes cost me 50 bucks <laughs> yeah
0: you know? it's not a corolla <laughs> uh, i remember my um old manager he had a hsv uh it wasn't close i think it was it was gts yeah he had a hsv gts years this is years ago and um he at his 15 or so no it was probably 25 or 30000 k service he had to do had to do calipers and pads and it was going to cost him three and a half grand just for breaks uh oh. so he ended up saying no nah, i can't justify that it's ridiculous he shopped around. He got it got them a little bit cheap, but he ended up selling the car and, and bought a just a cheap run runaround the Holden Cruise. Like he traded it in back to the Holden dealership he bought it from. Him. I'm like, dude, you had like such a sick car. Like, don't you know that HSV comes HSV tax? Like, you know, like performance cars come performance car tax. Like, that's just how they work. So, but anyway, that was uh, that was that was. Uh, I think he, he he had to learn his he had to learn his craft pretty quickly.
1: Mm. Sure. I'm just on uh, I'm on the the good old uh sca website right now and i'm pretty sure my um i've got the um drilled rotors anyway the uh drilled rotors are 756 each so that's that's 1500 bucks just for rotors i mean thankfully rotors you know they're not you don't need to replace maybe 5000 k's or anything so you know they'll they'll last quite a few quite a few k's. yeah um Look <laughs> at the pads themselves. Jeez, oh, the, the pads are alright. Pads are more closer to you know about 180 bucks per set, which yeah, if, that's uh, that's
0: pretty average. That's yeah,
1: that's yeah. Um, unless I get the Evolve Performance Plus, which are 300 bucks a set. Uh, I, have,
0: I paid for my Typhoon breaks quite quite a, quite a fair bit. I mean mine weren't even the Brembos but they were the upgraded FPV PBR brakes. And they uh I ended up going I ended up upgrading a little bit more. I was like, well, I might as well spend a bit extra and get some get some good get some good disks. So I got some T3s, DBA T3s, um uh, which are which are really good. Like it they changed the pedal feel but I also got um the ultimate um so the SRT pads, so street racetrack pads um to go in there and I changed my fluid as well. So I I put in uh, I put in some 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 good um some good you know. High temp fluid, and, and that really that, that really changed the car for the better. I think that 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 made it a, a lot nicer to drive and, and more confidence in, in 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 the brake feel definitely. So, but anyway, that's uh that's 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 that. So that's the Forester updates with that. I going to give it a good clean. It's just been it's been disgusting. But I I did get a new I did get a new gauge holder from for my boost gauge because because the one I had for the pillar uh wasn't really the best um it was just it was, it was just a cheap one i bought but it was made for the car but it was just it just wasn't a great one so i got one that was an actual vent one that clips in properly and, and works really lovely um took a while a bit of fiddling to get it right but now i've got it in right. but the issue was my because because my gauge is mechanical the workings behind a boost gauge is quite big so um i had to come out to kind of adjust it to make it fit but but it fits and it works and. And and that's that's what matters. It still shows me a good fifteen, a solid fifteen pound of boost every every uh, every time we give it a hit, which which is which is good. Uh, but i still gonna figure out how to get my temp my, my water temp gauge working because um, I've routed it correctly. I've done what it said. I don't know if it's if the gauge is faulty. I might give it to an auto electric hopefully soon. See how it is and go from there. But that's that's the update with that MR2 update. My floor mat, my uh, not genuine but tailor made floor mats are in for it, which is good. And my fuse covers in for it from the UK, which is good. So that'll that will go on before Sunday, because Sunday I'm taking it to the Toyota Toyota Car Club of Japan's Cars and Coffee in Epple West. So I'll be taking it there. Um, there'll be a car talk presence there, so David and Ed will be there. I think I think Ed's bringing bringing the Torago, which 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 will be which will be a good laugh and good fun. So if you do see us, come 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 say come say a hello and all that your end and, and one of those one of those uh or out your elbow now i should say
1: um so yeah so hold out your face mask, face mask. um so the, the, it. Yeah. well i won't be there unfortunately but uh you know we got, yeah, we got uh, some representation which is important yeah uh,
0: which 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 is which is that which is definitely definitely good but yeah that was pretty much uh my carpets that i've Oh no, Mum's XR8 that she bought off my brother. The, head, the headlining got done on Thursday. Good job on the headlining. Happy, happy with it. They, they because it was sagging, typical old Ford, old Ford, or old car for that matter, really. Uh, so that got that got done, but a bit of the, there was a bit of dirt left on the seats and stuff on the phone when they pulled it out. I'm like, you'd think they would have cleaned it up. You know, made it a little bit nicer after the job, but. That that kinda of left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth, but oh well. It, but I mean the rest of the job was fine. Like I it told me about five minutes to clean it and it was, it was back to normal. But you know, I I I gave it a bit of a wipe down the other day. I'm like, God, this is still a good looking car. So and it's and it makes a good noise and yeah, I might have to invest in the in, for my fleet possibly in the future. But, but but we shall we shall see, that's for sure. Maybe, uh, yeah,
1: a future endeavour, I guess.
0: I think that's it. oh, I, I bought it. I got a key cut for the LTD, just to have a spare one, because because I can't find where my spare key went. And I, I went to five different places. Not one of them had an old Ford key. They're like, oh, no, it's too old, it's too old, too old. I'm like, fire out! No one's got this damn key. Uh, this lot the last place I went to, of course, had it out of the out of the five. Cut it. He's like, look, it doesn't it doesn't work. Bring it back. Tried it in the car, didn't work. So I'm gonna have to take it back probably Thursday night just to get them to fix it up. and Take the car with me so I can just try it while you know while I'm there, so I can make little adjustments to make the key work, which would be nice. Um, but having said that, though, those keys are pretty worn out because I mean you could really theoretically sell that car with a screwdriver. It's it's such an old car. Um, I
1: think the barrels and stuff just worn. Quite interesting. I feel like that's the first time I've heard going to a key shop and they're like, we don't have like the, I guess, blueprint or you know that's basic print key. File, yeah. I feel that's like. It's like like it's, it's a very particular style of shape
0: well i found that they are because when i wanted to get a same copy of my merc key no one had it they're like oh no you gotta go to mercedes for this i'm like but it's just a standard key they're like, nah, like no, like no one sells it i'm like but it's an old key um they're like <laughs> no so i was like wow okay and I, I went to i went to many places and you know i was like wow okay like, like even the best you know key cutting place like no nah, sorry just yeah you have to order it i'm like that's what the hell but, but, then, uh, but then I read the key that I was on, I and mean, my, my one wasn't a genuine key. Anyway, it, was, it was a silica key. Um, and I'm like, well, this is enough to make a key anyway. Like, surely you guys would have uh, had something that, that might have suited, but obviously not. Yeah. So.
1: I don't um, I, I think it was all old, the, like, AU Falcons, and even your Falcons, got a, but the key's pretty, pretty funny-looking, isn't it? Like, so, instead of, like, a, when you consider a standard key being that kind of flat shape, um, and they're not just cut in whereas these falcon keys were like this round tube and then towards the end it's got yeah, all the funny the- is going on yeah. yeah um
0: they were they were brought in geez early early 90s uh along with the smart lock systems and stuff um and the smart locks were that good they were locking people out of the car um so so that's that says a lot but but yeah my 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 BA had it, and but the, when they changed to BF, they they made them back to flat key. So so your 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 um, sedan would have had a, like a flat kind of, and
1: yeah, very 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 flat kind of regular car looking key. Yeah, um, which is why I was always surprised when I saw the F six key. I'm like, this looks strange. Is I think the best way to describe <laughs> it.
0: That's a very good way to describe it, to be honest with you. Yeah, so we're just joining uh, uh, after the after the regular show uh, for the uh the uh what would you say the uh
2: um car talk after dark car after dark
0: after dark that's right car talk after dark <laughs> by uh car talk night car talk <laughs> james from the tuesday review what's happening james not much what's going on not much my man not much from, uh not much at all but you've brought in a, a box uh, yeah i got
2: prezzi's
0: unboxing we're, we're so doing a live, we're unboxing, doing a here, live
2: unboxing here this is for you matt
0: oh it wow my it's,
2: all, it's all bubble raptor. holy crap dude this, these are sick
0: all right so we've got a r35 gtr that looks i haven't got that one that looks, that looks yeah. mad very good. That's
2: pretty nice
0: uh, adrian that is a supercar just 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 just, out of care. just, <laughs> just letting you know gt500 mustang 68 very nice i like those oh fair lady 2000 That's a beautiful little old, a nice little one. old Datsun. that's some that, that that's Sundo. <laughs> um We've got a Kia GT in lovely blue, Ford Mustang 2018 um, uh, update, uh, GT 69 Camaro, and that is freaking cool. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Fast and Furious, Nissan Skyline, uh, early one, um, C210, which is right there uh with the with the whole um kind of uh oh, the decal. decal on the side with the sword which is which is which is which pretty one cool is that
2: from is that from i i think
0: that's just like a, like a, they're like doing a uh
2: oh, i take like a,
0: a re a rewind because that's pretty much the the same color big bird had uh the, the r33 oh, but they're but they bringing it back to the older they're
2: doing a, the 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 new the new car paint job yeah. on the old school car that's cool that's actually really cool yeah so oh, that's
0: cool so thanks to you old man for those yeah. uh james we'll uh put them aside and have a have again a, and have a bloody uh what's the word oh yeah Geez. um uh nerd out after, the, after <laughs> the show uh but how you doing james yeah same old work work work
2: yep that's pretty much it yeah. pretty much that's yeah. that's the way the cookie uh crumbles and yeah. It always crumbles but not into my mouth. Yeah. always onto the floor and then you get disappointed.
0: How does... How, I've been this question for years. How does Cookie Monster do it? Like, how does he do it?
1: Well, you see... It's a lie. He doesn't actually eat the cookie. Yeah. It all spills out of his mouth. Spills out. <laughs> if, you watch, if you watch closely... It doesn't. It does same, not.
2: You've seen that. Cookie Monster... It's, he same, it's the he same as that
1: damn bear. The same as <laughs> that damn bear that pretends to eat porridge but it's just a bowl of foam. The <laughs> foam just dissipates. He doesn't eat porridge. It's a lie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the, ki- the kids need to be told the truth. <laughs> it's a conspiracy yeah. damn it.
0: Uh well i um, I've obviously had my childhood ruined by you two. Thank yeah.
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> the truth tells all right matey. Uh the the truth hurts.
0: Oh the truth hurts which is which is which is uh why uh R35s are are not supercars uh, you yeah, so, um, know anyway, moving on. <laughs> Topic for tonight, uh gentlemen, uh, we've, we've had a we've had a good little bit, bit of an introduction into into like you know, speeding laws and, and and stuff like that and car updates um so so last week we talked about cars that, that you would that you would recommend like that you would buy like like a cheap cheap run around that, that would be just easy and and fun to, to use and to make work of that situation tonight what are cars that you just don't recommend to people like say so just stay well clear don't bother Try it and what would be the alternative to, to to doing that? So, for example, if they if they were to say to you, Alan, um, I want to buy a SUV, which which is pretty much the main comment of life these days. And um, they said, I'm looking at a um, Audi Q7. What would you say,
1: uh, Alan? Alan's I'd say awesome. you can probably get by in a nice Haval. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Q7, Q7. So, I, I mean, thought my captain was trying to sell us one of those. Uh, I mean like a Q7, it's-
0: like it's it's a, it's a nice car, but it's an expensive car and when things go wrong and they're not exactly known to be reliable. But like you know, if they say okay, I want to buy a VW Golf, I would say we'll stay well well away from those and buy a you know Toyota Corolla if you really want to if you really want reliability. So uh, that, would, that would be that would kind of be my example. So, so what cars would you sell people not to buy Alan I mean, and James and you know what would be the, the...
1: Well, really I, I'd like them to do the math on any SUV. Um, I'm like are you, do you like what is the deal of the, do you just want to sit higher like is that generally your insecurity in life mm-hmm. they need to be above everyone else like what are you actually going to use the SUV Tyrone are you going to take it off road <laughs> Um, you know yeah you're gonna to tow something with it properly unless you're,
2: just... unless you're a tradie and actually have a proper like utility vehicle for your work yeah you don't need it
0: well here's the thing with our good friend tyrone he uh he's, <laughs> he's got a full ranger and it never goes anywhere yeah, no. <laughs> so i went
1: on a dusty trail once oh, okay
0: once <laughs> once. Um, once but yeah like like having said that though like it's you, you need to ask what they want the car for, and and I, and I think car car companies are trying to sell them like a sell them a lifestyle. Like you can you can be
2: they're, Superman. In this yeah, they're, they're like minivans or like they're like for mums now. Pretty much, pretty much,
0: absolutely. Um, so it's it's kind of uh, it's, it's kind of sad in that in that instance, but it's also kind of I guess it makes sense
2: think, as, as to where we we're at. Really. I think we talked about this. I mean, I haven't been on the show for over a year, except for the last couple of weeks. But I think a long time ago we talked about like the station wagon doesn't really exist anymore. Yeah. So I mean, hashtag bring back the station wagon. Yeah, bring it back. Yeah.
0: Which which is actually interesting because have you have you guys seen the latest Subaru ad, Subaru train ad? Uh-huh. It's phenomenal. It's really good. So so basically, it it starts off you know years ago. This father's got his son a a uh, brand new or, or like a year old uh, Subaru Brumby. You know, like, the, the, you know, Brumby is like, it's, it's, it's like a uh, a little ute uh, It's
2: like a RAV4, but with a tray, right?
0: Yeah, but, but it's like, but it's quite low still. But, yeah, yeah. but like, it's still a wheel drive and, yeah. and a four wheel drive, I should say. Anyway, the ad is uh because Subaru owners love their Subarus they keep driving them so basically he starts off with his he drives off and there's been generations of people like you know getting overtaken by, by a out outback or by a Forester or by a or by a WRX on a, on, a, on a rally stage and that ends up at the end back him as he's older but he's still, still got his trusty old his trusty old Subaru yeah you know, and, it, and it, it brought home to me that you know one it's you know it's a really cool ad but two you know He's had. The, he's, I mean, it's I know it's a fictional story, but in all this time, a lot of people they've, they've just had that one car that they've needed, and yeah, you know, it's not overly tall, but it can do. You can get the job done. It's all. It's got four-wheel drive, and you can chuck stuff up in the back, and it's a handy car, and you, you know, and it's it's all things to all all human really. Um, so it really kind of brought brought forward this point for me because I'm, I'm just like they were they're also showing off their new the latest outback which is a quite a lovely car and to me that's still not an suv that's just a it's just a little bit higher it's just um it's more of a, it's more of a, just a wagon it's so it's, it's a wagon really yeah. let's be honest and i was like well wow, that's actually a good looking wagon i would recommend one of those oh, well over you know buying a freaking you know suv like a uh wow. what would it be would it be like a tiguan or a, or a or, or or a Yaris Cross or a six seven um, SUV yeah but they don't sell them anymore oh really um, but I mean good riddance good riddance yeah <laughs> adios but but again but then I, I got all happy then I saw what one wheels car of the year and it was a, it was a new it was a new Mazda SUV I'm like well I just, I give up so um, or I, like I, as you said James I would I would always recommend like a you know a wagon. Like, do you really need an SUV? Yeah. Do you really need one?
2: The SUV just took the place of the wagon and the minivan, and but it's worse. Yeah. And just huge, just unnecessarily huge, and annoying. And people think they're gods driving it (laughs) because they're higher up.
0: (laughs) Better to be peasants. I'm telling you,
1: it's it it, like it appeals to some kind of inner psychopath in people and yeah. then poor maddie in the mr2 is like you know can't see around him Just, yeah <laughs> dude i pulled up next to
0: a, a range rover uh in traffic in, in in my um in my mr2 and i i could not even see above like the door trim like like i, I, I couldn't even, I, I was like what is the point why like like you know and, and they've never seen they've never seen a, a, they've never even seen a dirt road on like these cars yeah you know? Oh, but I, I want to be safe for my family. Yeah. Well, you're being safe for your family, but then you're killing everybody else. Aren't
2: they? Also, yeah. aren't they? They're not that safe, right? No, they're not. They're
1: not that safe because one, they are
2: big and high. That's exactly right. Yeah, they're,
1: they're more like they are more likely to roll over. And, most importantly, one of the other safety was was like I guess overall crash safety was purely because there were less you know SUVs on the road compared to sedans. But all it's become is, now that everyone's got an SUV, you're going to get hit by an SUV as well, rather than get hit by a sedan. <laughs> so that safety benefit you're rocking, you know, you've lost it. Um, and, I don't know. I, I think it's uh, I think it's a pretty bad time. Um, I I wouldn't do it personally, but I know, you know, uh, certain family members are like, oh, you should get a big old forward front or a big Ute. And I'm like, you forget the part where I I live in Canberra and an apartment. <laughs> why do I need yeah. a Ute? Yeah. You know, why do I need, you know, at or something. But I mean don't it me,
0: like, it... I, I totally understand like a big land cruiser up in up in you know the bush. Absolutely, because that's what it's made for.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Like that's why you buy one of those cars. No, that's
2: that's a real US like you you, 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 to, you can you, yeah. you can actually use that off-road.
0: Absolutely. Like like oh, uh an eco sport in the bush is not going to work for you. I'm sorry, because it's or, or a Ford Puma. Like, like, like. Anyway, that's that's. What the heck is a Puma? What the hell is a Puma?
1: Um, other cars I would definitely recommend people to steer clear of, and I've got them up right here. Uh, for some reason, they'd like not to listen. Is let's just say a base model. Uh, BMW or Mercedes. We've got the C200 at 74 grand drive away, roughly. We've got the 320i at 74 grand drive away as well, roughly. Oh, uh, you know. How convenient. You, <laughs> you get, you get nothing. Well, look, if you finance the BMW and pay their ridiculous finance rates, they'll give you the M Sport package as standard. Um, <laughs> oh, <or> just. No, <laughs> At a five percent interest rate. Oh my god! Anyway, the, <laughs> for less money, once again, are you looking for a sedan? Are you look for a bit of performance for less money. uh, What is it? Sixty-seven thousand drive away, you get a Kia Stinger GT. Absolutely,
0: and, and it's got more functions and more tech and more everything than, than your base model C C two hundred with nothing in it. Because you cause you, exactly. have get, you have to get, you have to get the vision pack. You have to get the tech pack. You have to get this pack. You have to get um, the snap crackle pack. Like you, you need to get, yeah, you, know, you need to get everything. The snack, pack. the snack pack, the hello snack
2: pack. <laughs> uh,
1: like the C two hundred has got one hundred and fifty kilos. That's nothing. You know, you you're gonna have to upgrade to the C three hundred. then again, that's gonna be another what, um, eleven grand, nine grand for <laughs> the driveway away price. Um, it doesn't it doesn't have. Uh, Exactly, like, and people will say, oh, you know, no, I want a Mercedes, I want a BMW. They need that badge, but I'm saying, if you're buying a 320i, you're buying a C200, you're not really buying, you know, a Mercedes it's that, or a BMW. It's that,
0: it's that factor. It's the way you're factor.
1: buying, you're okay. buying a badge, and it's, it's a, a similar kind of um, argument of, like, people that put, like, let's just say, an M badge on a 320i or an AMG badge on a C200. It's who are you trying to fool? Um, and I think that's the biggest argument of are you trying to fool, you know, let's say a gentleman's swing. So you trying to fool the ladies. The ladies most of the time don't know what's up if there's an AMG badge or an M badge on a car. Are you like the, the only other people you could possibly fool are the gentlemen, but any discerning gentleman will know that your C two hundred is not an AMG, your 320i is not an M3. Yeah. So <laughs> who are you trying to fool? And I think it's similarly. When you buy that 320, when you buy that C two hundred, anyone that's well discerning of these cars knows that you've bought basically not the bottom of the barrel, but basically what I would describe as the bottom of the barrel of the sedans. Um, and you've basically just bought this badge for as little money as you possibly can, just because you want to show off that you have a BMW. I know the real the real truth, you know. I think everyone else will know the real truth. But you really can't afford that M three or the C sixty three, but you're but you're pretending to be in that same class. And I'm not gonna stop anyone from doing what they're doing, but it's like you're not there. You know why pretend? Why suffer this massive depreciation, a huge servicing costs, huge repair costs? You know, after five years, you're gonna be looking at a lot of gremlins. Whereas this, you know, something like a Kia Stinger, just because it's not, you know, sedan class, uh, it's got much more performance. You're looking at usually what it's a seven-year warranty. Um, you're paying less money out the gate, like. It's, just, it's hard to say you're losing out on this. You know, you, you've got it's it's got everything you would need. It's got nice, like it. Um, what did they have um, one of the executives from it's from Mercedes, right? That was working on the, uh, the the singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so like they 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 brought in people in the front in the know that you know know how to make a good car. The overall interiors and everything else are well spec'd. You know, nice to look at the car itself. Again, looks lovely. You are looking at a Kia badge, but at the same time, you're spending. You know, like at sometimes ten, fifteen grand less Absolutely. for more car.
0: And like I, I was watching an episode of Top Gear, and they were, uh, they were they were comparing a um a BMW three to, I think it was a I think it was a three twenty i at the time. Uh, this was an E forty six, and they said, "Why would you buy one of these when you can buy all of these?" And there was. Mazda six MPS, um, there was a uh, Ford Mondeo st two two twenty. Like performance sedans that, that drove better, were more reliable, uh, more comfortable in every way, cheaper um, than than the BMW. But people are like, well, we want the badge, we want yeah. we want to have that 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 factor. Now now when we bought the Territory brand new back in two thousand and six, you know it was close to a seventy thousand dollar car. Like it was, but it was, it was it was top of the range. You know what we'll this that and the other. My dad's friend was like, Wow, that's a, that's a cool car! Then he goes and buys a base 318 E, what's after the E460, E92 e um, shape, um, 3 Series. And my dad's like, Wow, I want a car. This is a you know, BMW. This is like probably six months after my dad bought his. And then you know, he's like, All these features, and then he drove it and he's like, This drives like absolute trash, it's got no power, it it's just doesn't move, um, you know, not as comfortable why would I have spent more and got less? Like, I don't understand what the, what the reasoning is. And then, but I'm like, well, the badge, that's the reason why yeah. you're paying, you're paying to, to say, I drive a BMW or I drive a Mercedes or whatever it is, I drive an Audi. When, when theoretically, you know, you could be getting a lot better car with a lot better value and, and you won't lose on depreciation as much. You won't you won't cop that, you know, that, that wanker tax as well, really. Because yeah. I was, like, was like, oh, are driving a merc I'm not going to let you in because you look, you, you look at you and your posh car. You know it's just for me it's just one of those it's just one of those yeah real kind of crappy
2: factors, but yeah, do you want to turn heads or do you want to actually have a good car uh, yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but i like, i think people in the know like car people in the know would be like, well i'm not gonna turn i'm not gonna break my neck for a for an e you know for yeah. for, for a three one eight for an m three yeah, but like you know, but i guess it's the whole i he just still jobs of being w yeah that's
2: so. the thing. So yeah I I always so say it's so, like association of mm, like I'm, I didn't, I didn't get the premium model but I got the other model that's from the same company yeah
0: that's made in a, in a, in a factory uh <laughs> it's nowhere near as reliable but but sure
2: and then
1: you and then you combine the two horrendous things of you know expensively badged vehicles and SUVs <laughs> <laughs> and then you get you know Expensively badged SUVs. case and example, my brother-in-law family they have uh, an ml250 Blue Tech or whatever the hell it is. Not a they car. spend over, over over 100 grand on that and I'm like, but why? like to any discerning individual they know what this car is. they know yes it's of worth over 100 grand, but they also know you've overpaid for a relatively kind of you know meh full drive
0: give me a give me the new um Sorento. have you seen a good that thing looks give me the new Sorrento any day over one of those like that's like i'll, I'll be like i know i hate SUVs, but i reckon that's a good looking SUV and it comes with tons of tech and a seven-year warranty you won't be getting that with uh with your with your mercedes yeah. and you know and you're not going to be losing out you know half its value in two years
1: mm-hmm. so that's just that's and just Kia sort of does look quite nice eh and the interior quite nice, sharp funny.
0: yeah absolutely like I had a lady who bought one brand new chicken when she came in a super cheap and I was like, wow, this is a yeah, good looking car and she wanted to get a dash map for it. And there was two options. I was like, oh, I can't a look at your car make sure we're getting the white one. And I was like, oh, this, this thing is nice. Like, it's a nice car. And it comes with everything in a seven year warranty. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, you know, you're laughing. And I think she paid. I think she was top of the range. She she paid well under 50 grand, I think. or, or, or sorry, no, uh, Well under 60 grand, I think. So um, I think she did quite well, but I mean, like I could get one of those fully optioned, or I could get a base model you know, for over a hundred grand. I know what I'm going to be spending my money on,
1: but that's just that's just me. the. Geez, the um, wait, let me get the. It's the GT line, isn't it? In um, the, sport class. Uh, yeah, it's about um, basically, sixty three two ninety, yeah. drive away for the GT line, and that comes with M- everything. <laughs> Like, well, again, if you can drop another fifty grand and get less. Yeah. But you get a nice badge. You'll get a nice badge. Yeah. Just, oh, I can't. It's so difficult. But again, people's people's mindsets are hard to hard to shift. You know.
0: But then people will be like, "Oh, so you're saying not to buy a Mercedes?" I'm like, "No, no, I'm, I'm not saying not, not to do that at all. I'm saying if you're going to buy a Mercedes, you buy a Mercedes. You don't buy a. Yeah, you you know, buy the buy...
1: ML 63. You buy the the G63. <laughs> you know.
0: Or or, like, or, you, or you buy a really nice like, like like for me if I could get like a really nice E five hundred or something like a really like just not even an engine but like a really nice one that's E five hundred good engine good spec you know good performance good everything we're like yeah I I, I get that car like that's fine like you, you're that's a statement car not an E E whatever crappy base model one you're getting you know so but anyway that's just me I mean as a second hand proposition you know on the used car market um if you want if you want a nice badge yeah sure um but again the thing i'll be like be wary because you know you're going you're going to be out of warranty and everybody knows you buy a european car out of warranty, have fun not exactly the most fun kind of time to have but but anyway
2: i mean anyone who's heard me on the show before knows i don't know a lot about cars but something that popped into my head was alfa romeo <laughs> Because I know they have a reputation, yeah.
0: It's it's and it's not a reputation for good, is it? James? No, <laughs> because they look
2: cool, they do look good, and I mean, it's like Alpha Romeo, oh, euro kind of chic, but it's like apparently not, it's just yeah. trash.
0: It's uh, you've started euro with good, you, you, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it starts with a shh, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Dory, we're, we're
1: after Alpha now, you
2: can say, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, uh, yeah. Cut off yeah
0: yeah i, I i've got to make that works for for a, a company i'm not going to say which and he gets the amount of issues that they have even like the fiat 500 like those those automatic dual clutch things are rubbish anything with a dual clutch don't buy it just just <laughs> don't just buy a conventional automatic if you need to but anyway
1: that's just me man but that looks so good i'd love a Julia. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I love it. When you see, whenever you see the Quadrifoglio drive by, it's got the the clover yeah. on the side, the badge, and I'm just like, oh, oh, I'd love this if you went 170 grand, and you know, prone to breaking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently the quadrifolios aren't too bad. Like they they had they had their teething teething issues, especially at the start, but they they should be pretty much okay now. Um But every time I see one, I'm like, that's a yeah, I I get that, I get that car. Yep, that's a good money for the cool good car for the money. It's
1: Inverted commas, not a Ferrari, but a Ferrari engine, if you
0: know what I mean. Um,
1: would you take it over a C63 or M3? Because that's realistically where its competitive absolutely. intention is. Um, um, would you take it over either of those cars? well
0: uh, in M3, I would. I think the Car M3 mm. looks trash and sounds trash. And... Um, and yeah, I just think they're too big for what they are. I think a Julia, like I, I stood next to a Julia a, Veloce. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a Quadrifoglio, but the proportions are right. It's a good size car. It's not overly big. It's not overly small. It's, it's the right size. Over a C63, I would take it over a C63 four-door, but I wouldn't take it over a C63 coupe. Uh, I take it over the four-door because I think the four-door is a great looking car too, but um, I kind of like the Quadrifoglio. I think it's a good looking car. I think it's a very good looking car, and
1: I think- oh, it is a beautiful car. It's hard to beat in terms of looks. Just oh, just so stunning.
0: And I, so and I think so alien. I, I mean, I can get why it's why Alfa Romeo is a, a bit dodgy, but like you're, you're buying the top end Alfa Romeo, so you're, you're buying the one that they've put you know, their heart and soul into, and Ferrari-derived motor. All of those things, and Jeremy Clarkson reckons one of the best drives. Every other motoring journalist says they are phenomenal to drive, um, if not like they're sharper and if not a bit more fun than than the other 2 uh, uh, aforementioned. I think, yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would take a punt. I'd go for a, I'd go for a, I'd go for a Julia Why not? Well, what would you do, Alan? And, and, and this goes against everything that I stand for, by the way. Like I would, I, I either say no to Italian cars nine out of ten
1: times, but this is the, this is that exception. This is the car. Like, I feel myself saying the same thing. It's when you've got these cars just standing right next to each other. uh, And we're assuming that, you know, we're not worried too much about finance uh, finance and like the issues afterwards of ownership. It's hard to say no Mm -hmm. to the Julia. It's just, oh, I don't know, just the, the, the dimensions, the styling, just looking at the rear, like you could, you know, as as good as any lady's rear could be just uh, you know'd we'll be happy looking at that rear all day
0: i'd i'd happily have you one of those, I'd happily have one of those in my garage and, and i think what's kind of turned me off the the b m w is just the noise like they sound they sound terrible they sound like absolute ass
1: also yeah the the new the the front of the new ones is oh, horrendous as well just hideous to to uh, what do you call them?
0: Beaver tape action um like it's, it's actually disgusting like whoever signed off on that like like oh when they when the e60 series came people were like oh what have they done to the five series but that actually aged handsomely. And i think that's a very I, I thought back in the day that was a good looking car um this one i just i i i, I can't like I, I physically just yeah no no thank you um but see the jewelry is one of those rare cars for me that i would be like yeah i would even though i know the pitfalls that come with it <laughs> uh, again i would take it over the c63 um because the new c63 well it's an animal and sounds amazing and uh it just it's a bit soulless for me being being twin turbo it's not naturally, aspir- not naturally aspirated and, and like it does everything so well that i just was like yeah well it's a great car like and fair credit to harley he owns one and it's phenomenal but I would, play, I would take the Julia just because of just a bit of, bit, bit of difference. But then again, I would also take um, a, a, like a like a GSF because uh, it's got you know the naturally aspirated five liter V8, you know, in a Lexus. I'd also have one of those. I'd have one of those over the current M5 because I think the current M5, while well, it's such a capable, amazing machine, it's just overly powered and overly pointless and overly expensive. And I could I could have you know a car that's got a bit of character and one of the most beautiful engine notes ever, like coming out of a, a V8. I would take a I take a GSF all day, and and I think that's what I think that's what um what's coming down to for me with with cars recently like having that point of difference, but being smart having a smart point of difference like like making that smart choice um you could be a, you could be a uh, I'm gonna be hipster and buy a sub <laughs> yeah for like like for for example but you know you're buying it for for the wrong reason for me I'm not being a hipster I'm being like I'm trying to think of like a smart choice and something that I could relate to and 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 for me naturally aspirated V8s are just they are like they're like one of the 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 seven they're the eighth wonder of the world, really. You know, in terms of noise and how they make you feel and and for me that that'd be that'd be a card go for absolutely.
1: Yeah. If I was to pick on a magically aspirated the eight, I'd take the uh Alpha Remote eight C with the Ferrari V eight. Yeah, good looking car. Oh, I wish they sold more of those, so I'd have a chance of actually buying one. But uh <laughs> Just, uh, it looks so good. What
0: about an SLS, mate? You still getting one well of I am? Well,
1: yeah, that that, um, that I've got, you know, some hustles in place. <laughs> hopefully, pay dividends. But the HC, I mean, did we? Even, did anyone ever in Australia own an HC? Um, I don't know.
0: I don't think I've ever seen one on the road, to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever seen Man. one. And if 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 they were on castles, they wouldn't be for sale because people would be wanting to keep them. That's for damn sure. But
1: anyway, there's one in the UK for three hundred eighty-three thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> Not bad. We'll go Harvey. Go Harvey's,
1: yeah. Uh. There's a spider in Germany for three eighty-eight. Are oh, they both spiders actually? The UK one's red. I think I'll take it. Allow me to just. Uh, is it three hundred eighty-six thousand
0: pound or three hundred
1: eighty-three thousand? No, it's, it's two twenty-five pound thousand pound. Three, 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 and then there'll be all the import fees and everything else that'll kill you. Yeah, oh, so nice, That's so nice.
0: It would be nice to own one day, though. Definitely. I think we're out of time, gents.
1: Yep. Yeah, I think we've got a pretty good show today.
0: Alan, um, we've got our sponsor for the show.
1: Oh, what? Yes, we do.
0: We've t- we've t- teamed up with Carly Connected Car. I'll, I'll open. I'll do. I'll do an unboxing. Second unboxing oh, tonight. Second unboxing, unboxing oh. tonight. So this is they are a nice little card, and this is for you, the gearheads and the car enthusiasts who, who, who know, like us, that a car is more than just a mode of transportation to all of us. A car embodies passion, engineering, and human ingenuity. This is our fuel. It's what keeps us focused on our mission. Uh, we are Carly, we connect you to what you love. So, again, we connect you to what you love. They connect you to your car. So, basically, really, really cool stuff. they've, they've They've sent us one of these to have a play with, but Carly makes taking care of your car easier than ever. It is the best choice for running diagnostics on your vehicle, plus it offers other functions like life parameters, use car checks, and even coding all in the one solution. With Carly, you can save up to $500 a year thanks to the various maintenance functions and easily personalize your car by unlocking hidden features. You can use Carly in all car brands. All you need is an OBD2 port. So again, car from 1996 onwards. Once you plug in Carly, the OBD OBD scanner, and connect it with the easy-to-use Carly app on your phone, you're good to go. You can use the free version of the app, or you can choose the the paid annual license option with advanced features, which many of which are not offered by other scanners. So Carly does offer that, which is awesome. You can test the OBD scanner risk-free for 14 days. Just go to mycarly.com now to get a fifteen percent discount on the leading OBD scanner with the code MATTY, M-A-T-T-Y, Capitals15. That's M-A-T-T-Y 15 all in capitals. So give them a uh, give them a like and definitely get on to those people who support us
1: by by supporting them. Yeah, big thank you to Carly for uh, yes yeah, being our sponsor, you know. So it's it's nice to have that support
0: absolutely so so big big thanks to carly for getting on board and joining on the show
1: oh uh, you can check out Summer's arcade uh, as we mentioned uh 10 a.m on saturday mornings also our podcast is up on challenge and itunes and spotify if you're interested in gaming news and reviews
2: Tuesday Review, 6 p.m. on 98.9 Northwest FM, or you can listen to the podcast, which is the preferred version, on Shout Engine, iTunes, Spotify, or on your regular podcasting app. And we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Tuesday Review or at Tuesday Review AU, depending on the platform. I can't remember which one, which, but just Google The Tuesday Review. You can probably find us. So listen, movie um, reviews, TV, sometimes video games. Cobra Kai, Cobra, Kai, Cobra Kai. Yeah, we talk about Cobra Kai, so you have to listen. Cobra it's, amazing. It's mandatory. Absolutely. We talk about Wonder if you're into that. Wonder well, Vision, I haven't seen that. It's good. It's good. Yeah, if you're an MCU fanboy, yeah. then yeah. I
0: have to give, it, I have to give it a sush. Uh, Car Talk with many J. That's Car Talk T O R Q U E. If you miss any of episodes, it's uh, they're all up on Chat Engine, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting apps. So never forget to subscribe, rate and review to Car Talk. Give us a big thumbs up. Subscribe to us. Push us high up in those rankings so we can we can uh, get more content out. You know, we are the show that gives you all this free content. So so give us give us all that support. We've also got some merch on our Teespring store. So just jump on a uh, Teespring and type in Car Talk store or the links on our Facebook page. Buy um, some of our merch. Support the show again that gives you all this free content. Thank you, gentlemen.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: And I'll see you guys for the Sunday kickback. Take it
1: easy. Thanks,